Welcome to Slingstones, a podcast with insights for the Christian journey, proudly brought to you by Healing Care Ministries. Now here's your host, Terry Wardle. Lord, as always, I pray that your Spirit's presence would be with us as we spend some time talking about your teachings, your way, your word. Lord, we're all your children, and you love us so much that you came to set us free. Help us to participate in that freedom, to your glory and honor. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, recently I did a podcast. The title has to do, Sometimes It's Just Hard. And there have been a variety of responses to it, because basically what I was doing was focusing on a scripture that comes here in 1 Peter uh, chapter 3, where it talks about, don't repay evil with evil or an insult with insult. On the contrary, repay evil with blessing. Well, I've gotten some very interesting responses uh, to that particular podcast. And I want to talk about one dimension of that response, and that is for people that have been deeply hurt by somebody else's actions or their insults, it's something that we need to really think about, because I don't want you to think that I'm minimizing or discounting the amount of pain that you or anyone else might have experienced when someone has done evil against you. It's real, and it hurts. I think this is one of the reasons that I was particularly hmm, awakened, if you will, (laughs) when someone's response was, really? You want me to bless them? I could feel the pain behind that. And the idea that this individual that has insulted or hurt them has truly made life difficult for them. And now I'm suggesting that we're supposed to turn and bless them. Well, let me remind you that this isn't my suggestion. This is a suggestion that comes right out of the Word of God. And in fact, I would say it's not a suggestion. It's in fact a command, a command of God's Spirit to us. Now, now I want you to hear me say, it's not saying that what other people have done to us with harm or insult doesn't matter. It matters. It matters to us. Often we have to, in some way, carry in our own lives the offense that someone else has done against us. It doesn't mean we have to position ourselves to be hurt again by someone. But it does mean that we need to respond to these acts of darkness with light so that darkness will not grow. Now, I know when I'm insulted and when I'm hurt, what rolls up inside of me. And I know how easy it would be for me to lash out, and I have lashed out in the past, but it never helped. It didn't help the situation, and it certainly didn't help me. And if anything, I, who had been wounded, now simply became a person that wounded someone else. You know, it's very interesting that if you read the Psalms, there's this inherent teaching that when you have been insulted and when you've been hurt, 
turn to God and tell him how you actually feel about all that. And if you read these psalms, they're called imprecatory psalms, you'll find that people were raging before God at the offense that someone else had done toward them. And they would say the nastiest of things. May their wife become a widow. May their children be orphans. May they lose all of their property. But then there came this point after raging to God because of an insult or an action of another that they felt a release. They had this sense that God had heard them. And now they were willing to turn to God and do whatever it is that God had asked them to do. And I think that's what we're talking about here. That if we're going to follow this particular admonition, which will not be easy, we need when insulted and hurt, let down, offended, to go to God and have the courage to talk to him about how you really honestly feel about this circumstance in an uncensored way. But in doing that, come to the place where you've been able to set it before the Lord and not only praise the Lord now for his presence and care in the midst of this difficulty, but being able to also utter a blessing upon a person who in fact may have sought to do you harm and possibly did you harm. Again, hear me say, I know this isn't easy. And my ability right now to tell you stories where I didn't act appropriately is beyond description, but I don't think that would be particularly helpful. What I want to do is to focus upon what it is that the Lord is asking us to do, asking me to do, asking you to do. And so this one person said, really, you want me to bless them? What kind of blessing should I shape? Well, I want to suggest some things. I want to suggest, first of all, that you take seriously the fact that somehow words have spiritual power. I don't completely get it. But they do. I know negative words that I hear or someone writes against me, they, they seem to have a power. They can affect my mood, my attitude, my self-esteem, my sense of worth. And so words have power. And so it's important that we understand that and that we carefully ask the Lord to help us shape words for people that offended us so that evil doesn't multiply, so that light can come into darkness, and so that we can be freed. You remember the story, I'm sure, in Matthew 18, of the man who owed a small debt, uh, actually a man who owed a great debt, and he was forgiven, but then he took a man that owed a small debt and he didn't forgive him for that debt. And then the authorities put the man forgiven of much into jail. The point of that is the failure to turn and bless even those who have offended us. In the end, puts us in jail. We are the one that's put in prison. And so it's important that we encourage each other, how do we shape a blessing that we can give to people? Now, I have in my Bible a lot of things that I've written. It's an old Bible now, five, six years. It's dog-eared at many levels and scuffed up. But in the back, I always write things front sleeve, back sleeve. And here's a blessing that I've written. And I want to go through it step by step. 
because I think this is a blessing I can give to anybody. And so hear it in its entirety and then let's break it up. Today, my friend, in the name of Jesus, I ask that you would be blessed with loving kindness upon you and that you would experience well-being. May you be seen for the unique person that you are. May you be safe in this world to make mistakes without punishment or rejection. May you be comforted when life hurts. May you know in your heart that Jesus is the rock upon which your life rests. And may you be increasingly rooted in God's incredible attachment love. Amen. So I selected these because I think they have such meaning to people. And it begins with the whole idea of being blessed with loving kindness I think I just talked about this, that it is God's kindness that leads to repentance. It leads to people changing. And do we really think people will change who have hurt us by us hurting them back? Do we really think that people will change if we are aggressive against their aggression? No. Scripture is pretty clear. It's loving kindness that leads people to change. And so may they be blessed with God's loving kindness. Because if they ever are touched by it, there's a chance they will be changed forever. And may they experience well-being, the whole idea of wholeness. May they come to the place where they are in personal shalom, peace, so that no longer do they need to lash out and hurt others. And I know how important it is to be seen to be seen for the unique person that we all are. And there are many of us who have been wounded because in life, we weren't really seen, understood in our own uniqueness. And that often leads people to aggressive or hostile actions toward others. So may they be seen and may they be safe. You know, many people that are hypercritical and lash out, they learned that somewhere. It was possibly the way that they were treated, the way that someone acted toward them. And may they now find a safe place to know that even when they fail, they are loved and they are valued and they have dignity and respect. I love this thought. And may they be comforted. Life is hard. My goodness, over the last few days, I've had phone calls from people and emails about illness. I must pray for a dozen different friends right now that are suffering from significant illness, uh, pain in marriage, individuals with employment problems. On and on it goes. May they be comforted. May they have a sense of God's care coming around them with great compassion. It'll certainly change their mood. And may they personally experience this promise that's in Scripture that when our house is built upon the rock, the winds may blow and the floodwaters may rise, but we will not be shaken. Many of us are shaken in life and then lash out because our own ability to tolerate difficulty is so narrow, so thin, that we panic and we strike out. But may we learn more and more that we rest upon the rock of Jesus 
And then this final part of this blessing is, may we, may they, be increasingly rooted in God's attachment love. You know, attachment love is a love that says you're unique, that I love looking at you. Attachment love is I will provide for you and care for you and keep you safe. Attachment love says that you get to take risks and I will be there, even as you take those risks, to pick you up when you fall. Attachment love is the love that changes who we are and increases our own spiritual and psychological development. And isn't that what people need that are hurting us? Hey, I get it. I get that there are times when somebody hurts us that we'd like to just throw a rock right back at them. They poke me in the eye, I'll poke them in the eye. I know that tendency is inside of us, but Jesus is trying to tell us there is another way. And he even commands us to choose that other way so that we don't hurt ourselves and end up hurting others. So when, when somebody writes to me and says, really, bless them, I get it. But I want to push further in on this topic to say, you still get to say to God you hurt. You can still grieve and cry out to him, but there needs to come a point where you choose against darkness and do something that brings more light. And I think if I encourage you to do that and you encourage me to do that, we can be part of bringing more light into the world even when the evil one is trying to do something harmful to us. And so let me speak this blessing over you today. In the name of Jesus, my dear friend, may you be blessed with loving kindness and well-being. May you experience being seen for the unique person that you are, safe to grow, to take risks, to fail, to get up again. May you be comforted when life is difficult and the wounds go deep. May you increasingly know that Jesus is the rock upon which your life rests. And may you be increasingly rooted in God's incredible attachment love. Mm -hmm.